0: I'm Emily, welcome to the Doodle Me Show, where I chat with awesome creative entrepreneurs every week. Hi, so today we're chatting all about PR and I'm talking to Pipa from the PR set, a membership to help small businesses manage their own PR. I thought it would be great to talk about PR and demystify what it is to make your own PR, so I hope you love the episode. So hi, Pippa, and welcome to the show. Hi, Um, Emily, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this because for ages I didn't know anything about PR, so it's really good to show everyone what it's all about. So for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what led you to set up the PR set?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I am Pippa Golden, and I am the founder of the PR set, which I started um, just over a year ago to offer a flexible approach to PR for small businesses like yourself. Yeah. Um, my background is I've worked in PR, um, big agencies, big budgets, um, big consumer brands for years and years. Um, Had my family, realized that agency life wasn't that compatible with um, my children and also realized that actually what really I'm really passionate about is actually helping small businesses and um, not being kind of a small cog in a big wheel where you can't really see the impact of what you're doing. And over the years, kind of working with small founder led businesses and people who are really kind of passionate about what they're doing has basically been my focus um I also took a bit of time out from PR to um edit and launch a publication um in the southeast which I launched um for a friend of a friend who had um, started it in the northwest and I said to her you have to launch it down here um and then so um, that basically um gave me a huge insight into how wrong lots of people get PR including PRs who were being paid lots of money by brands Um, and it kind of that it was that really that sowed the seeds for um, my business and it was during the pandemic I had a bit of a pause as we all did and I got to really think about who I really wanted to work with and how I could make it work for everyone from a financial perspective and that's where I got the idea for the DIY membership um, and I also do one-to-one and some client delivery as well but it's really kind of focusing on working with um, small businesses to help them do their own PR.
0: Yeah I, I love that because um, yeah as a small business you have you know as you know we have a, a small budget and we're trying to do everything so having being mem- members of the of your membership, is just so good. All the information and all the knowledge that we got from being part of it, and I love that you're so passionate about small businesses because it means a lot when you know people are focusing on on helping us solopreneurs. And I love the concept for for the membership. So, can we talk about what is PR? Because I think that a lot of people feel like it's this huge thing and that only agencies can do but actually it's many things so yeah it would be really good to talk about what it is what does it actually mean to do yeah
1: and I think it's a really good place to start because I think a lot of people feel really overwhelmed about PR because they don't know what it is um how I explain it is that it is basically a way of getting your business talked about by other people in front of your target audience. Um, Lots of people think that PR is just about getting in the press in a newspaper or magazine. um, And that is one part of it. But actually, if you think about it in terms of getting your business talked about by somebody else by a third party that could be a magazine a journalist but it could also be um a fellow small business like yourself it could be um someone inviting you onto their podcast um you know there's lots of different platforms and different ways to generate pr for your business and i think once you start breaking down the different ideas and the different ways that you can do it it's it starts to become less overwhelming because I think just saying I, I need to get in the media, um, yeah. that can be you know quite a difficult thing to do. So actually, if you think about PR in terms of getting somebody else kind of endorsing your business, saying that you are great, that is a really good place to start with understanding what PR is.
0: Yeah, that's true, because, yeah, I think before I was doing my own PR, I thought it had to be for like famous brands or brands with lots of exposure that you would get into a magazine or that you, you know, you would have to know people in the, I don't know, in certain environments to be able to be, you know, featured or talked about. And I also thought that you had to pay for everything. And actually, lots of the features of PR are free.
1: Yeah, exactly. uh,
0: Because otherwise it's advertorial. But I think that a lot of people think, oh, I was in, I don't know, like Vogue and I pay, you know, when they pay for like a little advert for it, they think that's PR. And what I understand is that it's more about getting free features or people talking about your business because you've created an interest or something, you know, like a product that's really nice. So they love love it, therefore they'll talk about you rather than paying for
1: it. Exactly. I mean, PR is more about storytelling. So it's about getting your stories out there. It might be. And when I'm talking about stories, I'm not talking about kind of everything that's ever happened to you. I'm talking about, you know, it might be for you a new collection, it might be um, new product ranges. It could be what's You know, the story that's inspired you to start your business, um, you know, the story behind your business and why you do what you do. So there's lots of different ways that we can tell stories and there's lots of different places that we can tell those stories. I think the thing about PR really is that you're not looking to pay for stuff that, you know, that is advertising or advertorial, like you said. Um, I'm a big believer in your PR kind of integrating with the rest of your marketing, though. So it might be that there are some partnerships that you might want to look at doing with publications. um, And I would look at how you do that kind of as a whole. But effectively, yeah, PR is about getting your business talked about for free by someone else.
0: Yeah, totally. And um, so what would be sort of like if someone is starting to think about it, how could they start? first steps into getting into thinking about pr
1: good question so i think i think the first one and actually kind of almost taking a step back i think there is an you know understanding what pr is and what it will do for your business and why you want to do pr is really important i think the um there are lots of myths around PR you know like you said like I think people believe that you need lots of budgets to do PR to get a PR agency I think the PR industry's done a good job of um this kind of myth that you can't do PR unless you've got a little black book of contacts or you've got big budgets you know it's just not true so I think starting by unraveling what PR is and making sure you understand what it is and what it will do for your business is a really good place to start. Um, and then um, you know it is learnable. You know I've got members in my in the membership and my one to one clients who have to, have learned how to do PR. So I think it's about kind of understanding what you don't know and then finding different ways to learn how to do it and what would be the most effective. One of the really key things with PR as well is understanding who your target audience is. And you probably hear lots of marketeers talking about this because audience actually is kind of key to most, you know, all of marketing, really. But if you understand who your target audience is, then you can work back from there. So really knowing who they are, what publications they're reading, what um, social media platforms they're using, you know, a whole variety of understanding that audience getting to the bones of who they are is is really important
0: yeah that's that's so true and yeah because you don't want to be featured somewhere where it's not relevant for your brand or that the readers are not going to be you know interested in what you're offering or yeah try and target things that are not appropriate for you so I think that's really important to look into your customers and where they might be uh, also applies for influencers i guess as well
1: because yeah all of it influencers you know if you were going to be doing um speaking at an event if you were going to be doing an insta live with somebody you know when you're doing it yourself probably one of the most um difficult things is finding the time to fit it in along with everything else that you've got on your massive to do list and yeah. so being really kind of strategic um and thought through and start doing stuff that isn't going to waste that time is going to be um key to you doing it and then and then it actually having an impact. I think I see lots of people saying, oh, we've got in this magazine. And I'm like, but the, you know, there's what what it's not going to do anything for your business because it's not right for the audience. Or they're telling a story that's totally unrelated to their business and it's just not really shifting the dial for them. So one of the things that I teach is about really understanding why you want to do PR in the first place. So what what are your business objectives? What are you trying to do? It might be actually that you really want to focus on building your brand and getting brand awareness so that people know about you and they come back to you. It might be if you're, for example, looking at getting investment, um, your PR strategy would be quite different. You'd be wanting to look at how to kind of profile the business and get pieces around kind of your business idea and get the validation from journalists that you've kind of, you know, you've got a good idea. Um, So understanding what your business objectives are, and then understanding who your target audience is. And that can help you create a kind of effective PR strategy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. And um, I know you talk a lot about mindset and in the membership and how people also need to be, you know, quite proactive and quite not scared to approach and go for it because it kind of goes hand in hand with doing your own PR, when it's your own brand, you're like, you're a little bit scared of shouting about yourself or approaching people. So yeah, tell us a a little bit about why you've included all the mindset. Yeah, I think mindset,
1: I mean, I'm talking about this from my own perspective as a small business owner, but I think mindset gets in our way a lot. I don't know if you um, experience it as well, but the stories that we tell ourselves or the things that we say, well, why would they want to hear from me? They're not interested in me. We quite often um, second guess what somebody's going to say before we send an email. And sometimes that stops us from sending the email in the first place. And I see it with my DIY PR members, the people, they, they quite often come in and they feel really unconfident about what their business is or their story or how to kind of tell that story. And then they get on and do it. And actually, some of the best feedback I've had from members is that, you know, once you realize that, You don't care what people think or it doesn't matter if they don't get back to you or that it's actually not about you. It's about whatever's going on kind of at at their end. actually taking all of those barriers away gives us a license to just go out and do it. And the more you do, the better you get at it, the more you know the more people will come back to you the more opportunities will come your way it's kind of a bit like a snowball you kind of um picks up momentum as you go so yeah I think we can be really guilty as small business owners across the board I'm not just talking about PR but obviously my focus is PR we can be really guilty of getting in our own way I don't know if you experienced that yourself (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, I think that that's definitely, definitely the case, because I think I was really scared that people might, you know, reject me or say, yeah, who are you to be in this magazine? Or who are you to be writing to me? And it's just so like, yeah, you have to kind of like disconnect yourself from those thoughts. And just say, well, if you don't respond, it's not personal. And try and get over it with that mindset of yeah it's just another person behind another job that you're contacting and that you can you know yeah I've definitely worked on that and also because when I started doing my PR I like I said to you earlier I thought it was this massive thing I thought people had like already certain brands that they needed to talk about or or have so I, I didn't have the confidence so much but once I started and then I got my first feature say in the stylist, I realized it was yeah a lot easier than um than I made it sound in my head
1: Yeah, and it's we we talk ourselves out of so much, don't we? We kind of say, Oh, I won't I won't do that because they won't want to hear from me or you know, one of the things as well, I think, is um the media have we have this image of the media kind of devil wears Prada, you know, Piers Morgany type people who are, you know, horrible. And actually, most journalists, not everyone, but you know, we're talking about all walks of life, you know. Most journalists are people like you and me trying to get their job done. And actually, they're yeah. looking for new, interesting content. So it doesn't matter whether you're a massive business or you're a one-man band. If you have something new, interesting, you know, that's going to work for their pages, they want to know about it. You know, it's their duty. Again, think about that end audience. You know, their their readers want to read pages with interesting lovely beautiful things on them and you have every right to pitch your stuff as a kind of a a big brand does and actually what I'm seeing more and more is that small businesses you know our consumer habits have changed you know when I first started working PR it might have been more difficult for small businesses and one-man bands to get in the publications but I think the publications have responded to what the consumer wants and we can see that consumers actually want to hear about new small businesses yeah. you know there's a real movement there so actually you know i just say just just get out and do it give it a go see what happens
0: yeah exactly and also like have you know have your aspirations to where you want to be and then you know find that contact and um maybe make your the way you contact them a bit more interesting so that you stand out, that kind of thing is... And also dedicate a bit of time to it because I think that we tend to leave PR as well for the bottom of the list sometimes. I'm guilty of that. But when it has worked and when I have dedicated to it, it's really good. And yeah, I've tried to, to kind of do uh, quite a a few different things like I've done a few interviews Um, I think I was featured in the times about my Kickstarter uh, campaign as well Yeah, when I did the Kickstarter with my planner so different things that is not just what you think is a straightforward PR piece or the other thing I had like a few worries about was having the perfect uh, media kit or the perfect, you know, uh, press release, and I think that's also from the past a bit because you can have sort of a, a press release, but it can be quite informal and it doesn't have to be this massive document that people think is, you know,
1: no. And actually, the the less the better in a way. You know, a, a journalist is has very little time, so they're scanning your pitch email. So um, I always recommend. Um, a bespoke pitch to each journalist you know do your research look at look at who um what they write about what they cover Um, you're much better off sending kind of five bespoke emails than uh, kind of blasting out the same email to you know 60 70 journalists Um, and then a press release can be really straightforward you don't always need one what I found when I was editing the publication was the press release has all the information in it that is useful for when I'm writing so you know the prices and the the kind of the, the understanding behind the business but it doesn't need to be long it just needs to be very factual and I think that's where we quite often get um we feel a bit lost with the press release because we don't know what kind of content should be in it but actually if you think about it it's just a way of presenting the facts to the journalist for them to kind of pull out the story uh, themselves that's kind of a good place to start the one area i would really recommend yes. um people investing in is the is their imagery so if you think about um like a publication you know yeah. the um the pages need images to kind of bring them to life and if you have great imagery that can really help you stand out on a page and help you get kind of selected to be on that page in the first place and you don't have to spend loads of money on imagery you can you can do it yourself you can work with a kind of a photographer you know it doesn't have to be really expensive but I would definitely look at spending some time to get your imagery right um, as a kind of recommendation for where to start.
0: Yes and yeah the uh, yes and definitely have them to hand because I remember one time I got an email back I think it was before the it was in December and it was like two days before Christmas and the journalist wanted some cut out images of my <laughs> of my bookmarks And I was out and I had to call my husband to quickly take photos, to send it to her because they needed to be cut out and really high res. And I didn't have them to hand, but we managed to send them so quickly. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. I I
0: think I wasn't wasn't ready for her to get back to me at that moment. And yeah, I wish I had had like a bank of all of these things that um, I already made. So yeah, yeah, that's what I recommend. Yeah. yeah,
1: if you can, having, there's a few things. In fact, there's a freebie on my website um, that people can download, which is kind of the things to do to get your ducks in a row before you start doing your PR. And imagery is one of them. So I'd recommend setting up a, whether it's a, drop, a Dropbox folder or a Google Drive with just high res images that you can send the link to the journalist and they can download them. If you can label those images as well from a journalist perspective, it is really helpful because they then get passed on to a picture editor who kind of lays the page out. So if if all that information is on that image, it can be really useful. You know, price, website, that kind of thing. Obviously sometimes, you know, you've got to weigh up the, the different jobs that you're doing. But um yeah, yeah. at least having cut out images and and lifestyle but it's for product businesses cutout images are really important
0: yeah that's really important so um have you got like some really cool examples of PR that people have done in your membership um I don't know that come to mind that people yeah I mean
1: god there's so many of them it makes me really (laughs) proud when I kind of think about the things that people are achieving and What I love is the, you know, like I said, it's the people that come in and they think, oh, no one wants to hear from me. And then I'm like, look at all the stuff that you're getting. I think the people who um, are doing really well where that is where they really maximize the opportunities so I've got one um, member Priya who's got um, a beautiful business called Pre Pri she's got lots oh, of yes, um, yeah she's got lots of lovely um, layers to her story so um, she started her business because her um, granny taught her to sew um, and she um, makes um, items out of pre-love sari so there's kind of the sustainable element to it she also yeah. um Uh, works with a collective in India who make the products um now so she's got that kind of additional story as well so she's really good at kind of telling those different stories um the other thing that um she does really well is kind of utilizing the pr when it comes through so she's done some great she's had some great award wins and then she does really clever things like she'll collaborate with other award winners or people kind of who've been nominated to do some social media content Um, she'll like really celebrate those award wins through her emails and that kind of thing so i think when when you're doing PR it's not just about what comes out in a magazine it's about how you then use that to remind your audience about what who you are why you're great you know doing a flash sale for example or a flash discount um, because you've been featured in stylist just reminds it's those trust triggers for your email list to remind them about you know why they're there in the first place um and then there's other people who are doing you know like i said pr's not just about the press coverage so we've got um carly from natal comfort she's recruited a team of experts for her um she makes um a, a a cushion that you can lie on on your front when you're pregnant yeah. and she's worked with a kind of team of experts within the kind of prenatal world to you know create endorsement and she she's now you know really positioned herself as an expert in sleep pregnancy sleep um, yeah. and she gets asked to talk about that on all sorts of different platforms so I think thinking about who you are, what stories you've got, what expertise you've got. Um and looking at different ways to kind of layer that through your PR is um really important. Like I say, I bang this drum a lot, but you know, it's not just about press. That's just one part of it. It's there's lots of other kind of layers that you can that you can put in there to position yourself, position your brand, build your brand.
0: Yeah, that's so true because once you've got that press coverage, you also have to make a bit of noise about it put it on your put it on your website put it on your on your socials and make a bit of noise so people notice it as well and maybe you can reuse it later on and then and put that name on your on your website as seen in and all of that stuff because it you know it's quite hard to get it in the first place so you need to make the most of it <laughs> yeah
1: exactly and and those as seen ins are so valuable um a friend of mine works in marketing kind of um big tech companies and she was launching a bank um as you do um yeah. and she said they're best performing Um, ad as they were launching was um the kind of the press coverage that they'd had so yeah so it just shows you know PR is so can be so well integrated into the rest of your um your marketing and you know it's if you look at people's profiles on their Instagram for example often it will say as featured in you know, and then tagging all the kind of the publications they've been in. It's because it gives it gives you that endorsement, it, that kind of third party legitimacy that you you know what you're talking about or your products are worthy of it. You know, there's a real psychology to why um, why that works for you from a brand perspective.
0: Yeah. So when I so I was featured. You know, I had my some of my prints were featured in Tattoo Fixers, uh, yes. that, the TV program and they they bought the prints from me, but they didn't obviously they don't mention you in the program, but I mentioned it everywhere, and I put it on my Instagram bio as well, so people could know and then from that, I got another t v program buying prints from me, so which I made a bit of noise about as well and then that's in my as seen in and it just cements your all of those little bits of well, press features. I guess that can be PR as well, even though um, totally, yeah, like totally. To me, but then, I'm using it as a PR because, yeah, it gives my brand more visibility and trust. Totally, and you know,
1: things like, um, you know, I was asked to to um, do some um, business sessions at a um, a trade show, which you know was. it it was great but it was also a way of me I then you know I told my LinkedIn about it I told my um, email list about it and it with you know not I didn't just go look at me but I used it as an example so I kind of made it relevant Um, so yeah looking at the stories that you can pull out of what you're doing because a lot of it is PR you know the way that you the way that you um, leave someone how they feel about you how they talk about your brand to someone else all of its PR really at the end of the day it's about building kind of a brand and creating talkability around your business so if you can start I, I kind of say to people as well like start trying to think of um, uh, of yourself as the PR for your business so make you know train your brain to look for opportunities you know when i go into a, um, a train station for example i pick up every free magazine that's in there and i flip through and look for opportunities for people that i work with i'm constantly like my, my husband can't sit and read the sunday papers with me in the same room because i'm literally scanning and he's like reading one article and i've like got to the end of the papers i'm like i'm done um but, you know i'm constantly looking for opportunities and i think that's one of the things that i say to people who are doing their own pr is start thinking opportunity 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 rather than run just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram you know look at it as a challenge to yourself to find five new journalists on Instagram or three brands to approach for kind of potential collaborations and that kind of thing and I think once you start breaking it down like that it becomes a bit easier and you start the more you see the more opportunities are out there for you.
0: Yeah that's that's really good and like uh, there's also the journal request that people can look at on Twitter
1: Yes there's, yes, there's lots of free ways to find opportunities. Social media is a great place to start. You can, yeah. I really recommend trying to kind of build relationships with journalists through social media or just getting an insight into kind of who they are. Um, there's a hashtag journo request on Twitter where journalists put kind of last minute um opportunities out there um you know they'll be looking for something for a feature they're writing so it's worth checking that kind of once a day for having a scroll through you'd have, have to separate the wheat from the chaff a little bit because there's often people looking for kind of um you know, content for their journey, uh, their their uni um, dissertation or something like that. Oh, but okay. you do get some really good opportunities through that. You have to, like you you know, like you said before, sometimes it is quite last minute, especially the journal request. It feels like people are kind of need something there and then, um, so you have to be ready to jump on things. But that can be a great place to start as well. And the other thing is just, I really say to people is doing your research. So. Um, buying the magazines. There's a really good platform called Redly or Readly, oh, R E A D L Y, where you can basically have access to thousands of magazines. I think it's like seven ninety nine a month or something, but you get yeah, you, you get you get a free trial of it. Anyway, even just going on there and spending an hour like pulling through, pulling out kind of pages that you think might be relevant where you're where you can see your business. It's a good place to start to kind of. Just start immersing yourself in in the media and, you know, looking for opportunities for you.
0: Yeah, no, that's really, really good. I need to get back into Readily because I was members and then I came out. So I need to get back. Yeah, go especially, back and have especially it, Especially for like Christmas features. Yes. Yeah. If you want to be featured around Christmas. Um and yeah, and
1: Christmas. Christmas. I can't believe we're talking about Christmas already. I've, I've sent I the know. first email. <laughs> I
0: think so you yeah, know what's meant. I was I in the questionary show, and someone said, "When should we start for Christmas?" And I'm like, "No," because I always know about Christmas in July, but not Christmas in. Yeah. like
1: me but I know so the thing for from a PR perspective obviously it's going to be whoever's listening to this at different times of the year but from a PR perspective um Christmas issues start from July so they start planning their Christmas issues in July so I start talking to kind of members and stuff we've got our first session on um June or something where we will talk about what you need to do to get ready for Christmas because obviously you want to get your photography ready press releases you know if 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 you can But all I would say is remember that Christmas opportunities are are there from, you know, July till probably the 21st, 22nd of December. So don't worry if you're not quite ready. It just, the more prepared you can be for it, the better.
0: Yeah. And things like, for example, you know, like everyone wants to be in this morning or... Mm -hmm on the tv um how is that is that like a really difficult thing to do or can people also like find easy ways to get into it is difficult but
1: it's not impossible I've had um two members on this morning you know as small businesses um they had um, great relevant stories for um, what was kind of going on. I think um, Little Florence, uh, if you haven't oh, yeah. checked yeah. out, yeah, her brand is amazing. So she does personalised family portraits. So she did a personalised kind of this morning team um, portrait for Father's Day and sent it into them. And she she had... Um, Loads of loads from that that was brilliant, so it is it's not impossible, but I think um it's important to kind of understand what where your point of difference is or why you're really relevant at that time you know if there's conversations around stuff in the media from um you know an environmental perspective, for example, if it's like you know like when they when it was cop twenty six lots of media covered covered Um, businesses that have a kind of sustainable element, you know, things like that, looking at what's on the media radar and looking at how you're relevant from that perspective. But yeah, um, you know, pitch yourself. You've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? So I just say, just go for it and see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I love also that in your membership, there's lots of other subjects that everyone talks about. It's a bit of like marketing and a little bit of mindset and a little bit of... um, lots of other things and you know when people get together just like it's like a nice business support group yeah that's what I love about it yeah I love it
1: so much I love the support that everyone gives to each other I've learned so much from other members as well um I I you know I don't I don't believe that PR should be siloed by itself and so I um I bring in people who kind of are experts in you know whether it's SEO because there's you know obviously from a PR perspective getting online coverage helps with your SEO so we look at how to maximize that advertising you know we we cover lots of different Subjects within the PR set because I believe that that's the most effective way to do PR. So, yeah, I I'm really really passionate about it and I I want to make PR accessible and understandable and I think that's kind of the way that we do it. We break it down. We you know and look at all the different areas and elements. And some some will be more relevant for some brands and others. You know, will be more relevant for others. So it's just about picking and choosing the bits that kind of work for you. I think.
0: Yeah. And talking about SEO. So if you get like a feature or something, yeah, like if you've, if you've been featured in PR, would you put it on your website as an article as well? So that, yeah. So you you have have to be
1: really careful, um, that, um, it's, this is the most boring thing that I will ever talk about to you, but okay. um, the NLA and the CLA are kind of licensing bodies that cover copyright for newspapers and magazines. So mm. you legally shouldn't just take a photo of you in a mag in a magazine or your products in a magazine and then put that on your website. And the NLA um particularly kind of can fine you for that. So I don't want I don't want to freak anyone out. You will be fine, but it's you know my duty to kind of report it. Yeah. There are clever ways though. You can link out so links are fine. So you can say we were featured in the telegraph and link out to that um feature online. Oh,
0: I see. That's Do that it that funny. way.
1: Yeah. So not um,
0: the picture in your you own do. Oh, right. um, okay. You
1: know, it's your it's your call at the end of the day. But you just it's good for you to be aware of um, of that. I have on my Instagram, I have kind of a breakdown of, uh, you know, the rules and, and what you can and can't do. Not all publications are um, governed by the CLN, CLA and the NLA and they have lists on their website. It's usually the kind of big reaching Um, mainstream publications that are and that's why actually working with niche titles can be really beneficial because you can that you know they're more than happy for you to share they want you to share the content because it gets awareness around their publications and I think that was something when I was editing Parent Folk, which was the publication that I worked for that was what really opened my eyes actually was to how powerful niche publications can be and I think quite often with PR you know the there's there's kind of a common request, I want to be in Vogue or I want to be in the Times. And, you know, sometimes they're not actually the right places for you, for your target audience. Whereas a niche publication that's really focused in on your audience can actually really work really powerfully for you. So don't just go, don't just think about the big, you know, the big titles. Actually have a think about, again, it goes back to the audience and who they are and where they're hanging out. Because you might find it's in slightly different places than than you realized
0: but there's also and nowadays there's also lots of online publications that are not necessarily the titles that we were used to before yeah
1: exactly so there's so at, many and it might
0: be easier sorry it might be easier to send them things with not so much time in advance because that's another thing that you know the long leads and the short leads work differently and people might not realize that for This big magazines you need to send things really in advance and then for other ones you can just send like a week before exactly so yeah emily you
1: can teach you can teach pr for me it's brilliant um but yeah so just for anyone who doesn't understand the terminology because the PR world does have these strange terms so long lead magazines tend to be your monthly glossies like your reds and your vogues and they usually work around four months in advance so yeah. it's really useful to know this because you're right like if you're um thinking in November oh I want to do some crisp some you know Christmas stuff well there's no point messaging you know pitching to the long lead press because those magazines have been what they call put to bed so they've been done and they've you know they're, they've 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 moved on to the next ones um, so it really helps you to kind of work out your timeline. The short lead press, which is your um, kind of, you know, weeklies, um, your onlines tend to work. Well, your weeklies will be about four weeks in advance and your yeah. online's anything from kind of a day to one or two weeks or maybe a bit longer. But um, yeah, knowing knowing that can really help to save you time and to h- help you focus as well. And online, you know, I think quite often the um, still the print media in in lots of people's minds is kind of like the holy grail of, you know, featured in a glossy magazine. But actually digital can be so effective for you from an SEO perspective, obviously. Um, I've got a member in the PR set who was featured in the Indie Best and she about probably about six months ago. And she still gets regular sales from that because when people Google. Presence for 4 year old that article comes up top they click in and then they see her products and they're like well that's what I want so yeah. online PR can work really hard for you for a long time so yeah don't ignore the power of that either
0: yeah that's really good to know because um yeah I need to also focus on that a bit more
1: <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Add it's to, to do list
0: yeah <laughs> it's really good to um yeah to get reminded of these things and yeah, online articles last forever, don't they? And people exactly. search and search over and over again. Um, yeah, no, I love, well, I can talk about this for a long, long time. Um, I hope, um, yeah, people are getting, I think people are getting lots of advice and good things with this podcast. Oh, so I hope what, so. Yeah, <laughs> what would be like your immediate like advice? Stop putting like, it
1: off. stop putting it off honestly it's it's the thing that people say oh I'll wait till I'm a bit bigger I think you know the myths are that you need to be a big business you need to be bigger you need to be you need to have more 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 you don't you can get started now and actually if you get started now then you'll be much further along in three four five months time than you would have been if you hadn't started yet so getting on and doing it I think is the biggest thing to starting actually stop talking yourself out of it stop saying I'll do it when I'll do it when you know carve some time out find a way to to get it on that to-do list and to not just keep pushing it to the bottom I know how easy that is myself as a small business owner and I know that when I stop doing my own PR I see it kind of a few months later so actually um For me, it's about being consistent, about getting myself out there, getting talking in the right places, being seen and heard by the right people. And that, for me, I've worked out what works for me, so I know what to focus in on when I'm feeling really time poor. So the more you do, the more you'll understand how it works for you, what works for you. Um, But I promise you there are ways that you can do PR for your business, and it's just about starting to understand what they are and, and how to do it and getting on and doing it.
0: Yeah and it's um it's also worth being in a group like yours because it helps you to actually go for it and start understanding it and in people's Membership, you get like a mini course, don't you? And like um, you get lots of resources to start. And once you start, I think it gives you the confidence to carry on. And yeah, demystify everything that you've been thinking before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, exactly. And that's the thing. I've I've tried to do, and what I've learned massively doing this doing the PR set is how differently everyone learns and some people will kind of devour the course in the weekend some people haven't even touched the course but they come to the lives you know I've tried to make it kind of as accessible for um for, for the different way that people learn and the different way that people want to to, to kind of run their businesses and if you don't want to do the lives then you don't you know that's totally fine but I think finding a way for you whether it's the PR set or not finding a way for you that helps you to move you forward is the key to it it could just be like finding a mate who's got a small business and saying yeah. right let's challenge each other to do stuff and keep each other accountable so um yeah, yeah just just doing it is is kind of the key to getting started really
0: yeah and also seeing examples of what other people have achieved and done is quite good
1: yeah I find that really motivating myself
0: yeah encourages you to go for it and the this is a question that comes up a lot is how long should I spend on my PR a week and I know it's gonna be like you know whatever works for us but
1: yeah how long long, is a piece of string
0: yeah roughly Um, how
1: much I would say that So obviously everyone is different because you all work differently. Um, And it might be someone says, actually, do you know what? I'm going to do a day a month where I really focus in on kind of two or three elements of my marketing. Or it might be actually someone says, right, every Thursday morning from 10 to 11, I'm going to do my PR. So it is quite like we all work differently. But I would say if you're doing an hour uh, a week, sending pitching, you know, doing getting on and doing stuff and putting yourself out there, you will start to see rewards from that. I think the time investment I would recommend with is is up front. So really getting your head around what it is, what it will do for your businesses, your business, understanding your audience, putting a bit of a plan in place. Yeah. If you spend a bit of time doing that up front, then actually the time spent doing will not be as kind of you won't need to invest as much time doing it as you maybe think because you've got a plan in place you know who you're reaching out to you've got a media list that you've prepped all that kind of thing so I would suggest that you invest a bit of time up front and then um maybe allocate some time I and mean, that's what we have in the PR set we do a monthly accountability session now because lots of people were saying I don't have time I was like well you do have time you know we all have time don't we it's like you know I don't have time to go to the gym but I have uh, time to sit and watch, uh, you know, Ozarks on Netflix, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, is how, it's how you choose to use that time, I think, and what what your kind of priorities are. And the other thing is, you know, we were we were talking about this off uh, earlier before we started. You know, a lot of um, businesses have started over the last two, three, four, five, whatever years on Instagram, and they've built an audience on Instagram. They've got their they get their sales through Instagram, but we are all seeing shifts, aren't we, with yes. that okay. and. I just think now is a really good time for people to diversify, to find new audiences, to not just rely on one platform. Um and there's lots of ways that PR can help you to do that.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, um, and how can people find you? Because it's been really, really good to talk about oh, Well, thanks you for know, having me. You know, lots of I'll talk about this. <laughs> lots, of, lots of good oh, stuff. I, yeah. I,
1: um, yeah, well, I hope, it, I hope it's helping people to just see that PR is doable. Um, I am at theprset.com and I am pippa underscore the dot PR dot set on Instagram as well. If you want to get yeah. there. And if anyone's got any questions, DM me, I'm on Instagram far too much. Um, I, I'd <laughs> love to help people just get started with it. So if there's, you know, if you've got any questions or anything more than happy to, um, answer those to, you know, get people going. Cause that's what I just want to see as many people as possible benefit from it yeah
0: and the group is really friendly and it's really welcoming and before i joined your group i was like uh, we had a, a little chat beforehand because i wanted to know if like my needs were you know what I needed from from the membership and stuff, and people's really friendly. So, oh, yeah. thanks.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm probably yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I do a disc. I can do a discovery call with people as well. I do one to one as well. So, if membership's not for you and it's not for everyone, you know, I can do one to one. I've got a get set go package, which is kind of more of an investment, but it will literally get you going. From the off, so some people go for that, they just want they don't want the all the community and stuff, they've that you know, they've got their own stuff, they just want to get going. So, I've tried to kind of make it flexible. So, yeah, I've got different ways.
0: Thanks so much thanks for having me, the amazing (laughs) chat. I'm
1: gonna go off
0: and do my own PR now, yeah, exactly. Tell me how you get
1: on, okay? Thank you,
0: and you can always suggest (laughs) that I (laughs) can talk to or me know any questions i can always do a solo episode sometime thank you for listening and bye